Heard you got stuck with prisoner transport next week. That's a weird shift. Have you done it before? I've been on it a few times. They don't tell you the spot until you get to the depot. And if you have to take them to campus, there's a whole other can of worms. You only ever make it to the gate. Then they come and they trade transports with you. Don't talk to the prisoners either. That priest, the demon one, he's a chatterbox. And whoever it is they have running this op is a real hard ass. Also, did you hear that? Hey, 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 you kids! You kids get back here! Thank you for tuning in to The Room Where It Happened, an actual play podcast built around communal world building and having fun with your good, good friends. Uh, I'm Brian. Uh, thank you for work today. We're going to continue our uh, fucked up game of 5th uh, edition Dungeons Dragons. It's fucked up because of the rules, not because like the game itself is fucked up. Uh, Lies. I mean, it's occasionally... It's not, I would it say can it's, be. I would say it's like... I uh, like I don't know, like a three on the like the taste of Thai fucked up scale. On the, like, on, the, on the scale of one, one to extremely fucked up. Yeah, we're like in the middle, I guess. Like it's not that fucked up. Anyways, uh, with me as always is Danielle Hi. playing Seer. Hi. <laughs> Amber playing Zero. Hi. Richard playing Seshmir. Hello. Emily playing Cora. Hi. And Hi. Shannon playing uh, Tessa. Hi. And I'm Brian. I DM this thing. So uh, last time, uh, you guys went on a, on a magical mystery tour through uh, a mental hellscape, basically. Um, As always. Yeah. You know, like usual. <laughs> the uh, life is suffering. The so you guys um, you guys went to uh, when you wish upon a star, which is a dreamed in, uh, ran by a friend of your all's called Fuku, who is a nymph who is a part of a hive mind with a bunch of pixies that creates a, basically like an AI reality. Uh, because, I don't know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so you guys went there because there were problems. Uh, people who were going in were stopping and... Um, were, like, stopping and... Uh, like, stopping in their tracks. No one was moving. And the kind of the area of influence of the Dream Den was expanding. So Odo got you guys to go check it out because 
Odo lost a group of people uh, in there, and uh, and you know trusted like basically it was like well I can't keep sending people I need to go figure this out myself. Uh, so you guys went there. Uh, you kind of like staked out in buildings nearby uh, to be able to like be more or less in the sphere of influence, but not directly inside of the building. Uh, inside, you guys witnessed a whole bunch of weird stuff. Um, and eventually, you came to whatever was taking control of this thing. I don't think I ever gave it a name, did I? No. no. Yeah, cool. Um, just a weird dude. Yeah, just a weird dude. You know, just a dude. He definitely was just a dude, right? Yeah. The, um... He wanted to uh, talk a whole, whole lot. He did. Seer would not let him. No. Nor would Tessa. <laughs> Zero I, was very conversative, though. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I just wanted to get information, and then we could have killed him. Um, so, a, the like... monologue first, then yeah. killed him. So, yeah. pro, so protracted fight slash conversation happened, uh, where Tessa got knocked dead again. Again. Uh, and then Seer almost got knocked dead, but for real, real, as yeah. opposed to... Cora being able to bring it back. Cora still only has the one revivify, basically, right? Well, I think she had already used it once in the battle. Yeah, because she I brought have, Tessa back to life. Yeah, I have like three third level spots slots. So okay. In theory, yeah. I, I think it, I think it, she only had one third level spot spell slot left. Left, right. For it whatever reason, doesn't say that I can't do it like multiple. Yeah, times. you can do it yeah, as many times it. as you have spell slots. Yeah. Revivify. Yeah. Yeah. You had you had just used your like two of your spell slots already. For oh something. yeah. No, my spell slots are way full on the third level. So then what happened? Um, Seshmir saved Seer. Yep. Uh, the guy dissolved into weird static, like that monster you guys fought in the, like all the monsters that you fought in the sewers. Sewers. Uh, and then you guys had to haul ass out of there to not be caught by the cops and you uh, sort of did you guys had some complications getting back because I distinctly remember your heat raising yeah um, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're at so four eight. everyone yeah that's right no, this we, was before we are yeah. at six heat oh are <laughs> we? Is that including the ones yes oh, okay. I remember because I marked it after you told us. I'm sorry. Okay so we're at six now with the mm-hmm. yeah that's we're, my we're at six fault. heat in general in general so so you guys are back at your um, various secret hideouts. I think it's only two secret hideouts. Because everybody lives in the warehouse except for Tess, or for Cora. And Seer. Seer and, and, Seer and Seer. also. Oh, okay, that's true. Okay. And, and really, the warehouse isn't so secret anymore. And it's, I'm living back in my office. It's so. basically it's basically a for Mechanically, a from shelter. a game standpoint, you have a secret hideout. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you would have problems. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's technically a, res- a, a refugee shelter right now. Right. No, they moved out. Have they moved out? Yes. Yeah, because oh. he finished the, yeah. the church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, which church? Remember I got the old uh, abandoned building and fixed it up and moved all the refugees? The abandoned building, yes. Yeah. The new church for the nameless church. mother, not yes. the, the Raven Queen church. That not, Newton the, not the really took, nice one that yeah, I fixed that up. Yeah, that Newton came and took from you. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, you guys are back at your various secret hideouts. Uh, we're going to do, basically, we're going to do downtime like we did uh, last time. We'll just kind of go 
have your things, and then we'll do the entanglement roll, which I've already taken care of. Um, and we will also talk about some other stuff mid, mid, I guess, like turns or what have you. So, anyone particularly want to go first? <laughs> Great radio. I have, a, <laughs> I have a first scene plan, so I guess I can. Yeah, okay, cool. Like, I have a scene and then a task. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, yeah. Did that scene happen in the second half? I don't know. If we've established that. Oh, that yeah, yeah. If you're going to be doing that, like that scene, like the one that I guess you were telling me about. Oh, is that, it has my one shot not happened yet? Is mm. that what we're doing? I mean, it can, it, yeah, okay, so here's what will happen. So, um, uh, because the, the, it's not like the uh, downtime has to move in a linear progression anyways. We're just doing little vignettes with everybody. So they can be, they don't have to be in chronological order when they happen. Um, so about, because typically down t- like downtime is generally conceived to be like at least a week, if not a few weeks to a month of things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a couple of weeks into like between like big missions. And the thing is like you guys are doing other stuff. You're just not doing like shit that we're going to put the camera on, right? Um, and two weeks into it, basically, uh, who did you tell? You told, like, who I did told you... told River, and then I think the rest of the gang. And okay, you told the rest of the gang, right? Yeah, and then but everybody, the River has you a big mouth. You established that everybody knew except Odo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically River has Cor, a big mouth. So basically, told you all that, uh, that she was going to propose to Odo. Um, and like to keep it on the DL so Odo doesn't find out because Odo is like literally a super spy. <laughs> um, but then also Cora told River, who we have now established is just a big gossip. Uh, I, I love River. They're my yeah. favorite character that doesn't get featured a lot. <laughs> um, and so River told everybody, uh, and except for Odo and somehow Odo still didn't find out. Uh, plot. Yeah. And so they went out, um, and you guys... Uh, maybe it was River, maybe it was, like, you guys as a collective thing. You guys kind of all gathered at the, like, the Sands headquarters. So when, like, uh, Odo and Cora got back, you could be like, yeah, right? Okay. Uh, so you guys are there. They they went out. They kind of, like, super spied across the river to go to a restaurant that they both particularly liked. Um, and when they come back, you guys are all like, surprise! And uh, Cora and Odo look like they've been through Multiple car wrecks. hell. Uh, Odo is holding their arm because it's been dislocated and looks like a bomb, like, is covered in cuts and scrapes and everything. Uh, Cora's face is super bruised, especially around, like, her nose and, her, like, her eye sockets and, like, part of her horn is broken off. Yeah. Um, and they're both covered in blood. <laughs> we look like we got in multiple car wrecks. Yes. We did. Jesus so Christ. it went no, well. You could have just said no. <laughs> <laughs> so and Odo's like, well. hey, we're engaged. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And Cora, <laughs> like, on the ground, like, we lived. We lived. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, the, the sort of the setup for that is they got engaged and they were, gal, you guys, but like, they got engaged, but they were attacked. They were attacked to, by people from the, like, from the Ash to Ash gang for whatever reason. Who seemed hell bent on killing them? I think we determined in play that like both Odo and I realized it was Ash to Ash. Yeah, you you both did. Yeah, and I unmasked I don't think the in, wrong person. I don't think in play. Well, wait, did they ever say specifically they were just after you? No, 
No. Okay. Thank you. Danielle's actually listened to it more recent than I. The idea. Okay. Yeah. Because that was not the idea. Is that it was not supposed to look like a hit on Cora. (laughs) It's supposed to be look a hit on both of you. So at least it's what it was supposed to look like. Oh no! I didn't Um, take it as a hit on me, Cora. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's sort of our setup, I guess, for for Emily's scene. Whatever you wanted to do. I mean, okay, so can I do my thing yes. now? Yeah, oh, go okay. for it. Yeah, I just, it needed some context. I, I mean, yeah. people just listened to it last week. Yeah, but they have it. The people sitting at the table Only have Danielle it. Yeah. has. <laughs> Some of us I have my no homework. idea what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, not my fault. Um, okay. It's my fault, in fact, but. So, um. Yeah, so I want a short scene before I actually do a thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, Scenes don't really, like, it, it, as long as you're not mechanically advancing anything, you can no. just do thing, do just scenes with each other. And in fact, I encourage you to do so. Okay. Uh, so Cora would like a short scene where she turns up at Sears' room um, and just kind of, like, awkwardly standing in your doorway, like, hey. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, Seer kind of looks up. He's probably, like, lounging on the seats that he and Wyatt have, like, rearranged to make some sort of, like, bed. Um, yeah. And he's, like, he's lounging. He's, like, trying to read a book, but, like, not great at it. And Wyatt's, like, in the corner doing magic bullshit. Um, <laughs> and so Seer looks up from, uh, from this book, um, and he's like, oh, hey, Cora. Congratulations, again. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) About that night, um, could I get some help from you? (laughs) Yeah, sure. What what do you need? Um, Well, one of my my horns, there was a slight problem, and uh, I don't know. I want to fix it. Oh, I mean... Yeah, I got I got stuff for that. I mean, I have to trim things all the time. Um, and he, like, rummages around in, like, where he's got his knapsack or whatever um, and pulls out, like, a set of files, just, like, of various sizes and, um, and like, Cora now looking worried. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> um, and he kind of, like, leads you over to a chair. Um, oh, like a haircut. Yeah, like a haircut. <laughs> um, he leads you over to a chair and sits you down. Um, and I don't, he's, Sierra's isn't a very talkative person, so I don't think he, like, tries to make small talk. Um, I think he just kind of, like, sets to work trying to, to make it more, uh, make, like, clean up the brokenness of the horn, right? Yeah, like, so that it's just one. Her intention is to have it, I guess... It's more badass if you, she has, like, one broken off horn, but, like... <laughs> She probably wants it to look kind of similar to how the other one ends, not to look mm-hmm. like it was broken off. Because, you know, that would get... <laughs> but they're just, like, they're at different lengths. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, like, because it probably gets hooked on stuff. Like, she probably was like, well, I'll just keep it. And then, like, was walking by a curtain and it got stuck in her hair. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sue probably asks you, like, do you, want, do you want these, like, even? Or just, you just want it cleaned up? Uh... Her instinct is to immediately, like, like, symmetry, like, we should just do them both, just hack off the other one, too, whatever. Like, I, I mean, we don't, we don't have to. 
But what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it would look fine without that if you're concerned about, you know, keeping the length of at least one of them. Might be a nice memento of the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Can remember this night forever. <laughs> I mean, it's a battle scar, kind of. Wyatt, don't you think that would look cool? Yeah. <laughs> Brian was exactly as much paying attention as White is probably doing. I am, yeah. Like uh, White is con- conversely, Cora. I guess like you see, you see the folding table. I guess like White has drug in here to do stuff on, and there is like a million little baubles across the table that are all things like that are just like weird mechanical doodads that he has just been cranking out. Can I ask Seer what he's working on? I don't, don't fucking know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Cora would ask Wyatt. Seer <laughs> would just be like, Man, I don't know. I mean, he tries to, he tries to explain it to me, and I, it just goes over my head. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, would, would eventually agree to uh, keeping my battle scar and... Uh, <laughs> Having my one my one shorter horn. Cool. Um, so Seer basically like files it down so it's not jagged anymore and it's got a smooth um, tip. He probably even like matches the the point on the other one. Um, and yay! Yep, <laughs> I'm fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay! yay. <laughs> Hooray! So I imagine like. I'm going with they were about like 12-ish, somewhere between 12 and 16 inches before. Yeah, that's why I was thinking they were... Around they were, foot. Yeah. Um, were, I thought they were longer than that. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were In my head, they're like two feet fucking long. I know, I don't know. it yeah. just seems like that would be really inconvenient. Like, you yeah. know, she accidentally impales Odo in her sleeve. <laughs> like, well, that was previously my partner. Um, I'm you sure act like you could her. roll over, like, with horns. Cora <laughs> <laughs> rolls on her face. You like, just sleep uh, on your side and that's it. You just pick a side for the evening. <laughs> or I guess you have, like, a bed that has, like, a slot in it that so the horns go into. Nah, Cora's a side sleeper. Yeah. Uh, You'd have yeah, to be so, canon now, guys. So we, like, I, I'm imagining we took somewhere between, like, four and six inches off of the end of one of them. Okay, yeah. Probably that's what to I was get thinking. the shape back, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. got weird asymmetrical horns. <laughs> Yay. Or, yeah. or edgy asymmetrical edgy. horns. I'm glad I paid for all that art. The, uh... <laughs> Look. I mean, I say I, that like I wasn't the one who did that, so... I know, you broke my horn. Also, I fucking love that art. So, yeah. yeah. The... Okay, Shout yeah, out to it, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> what did... Uh, uh, my my actual thing that I want to do is help get rid of some of our heat. Okay, yeah. Because uh, I caused it. How do I fix it? I know there's a way you can do it. Because I I know one of the ways is somebody goes to jail. Well, that is one of the ways. What if we didn't do that? Because I have a later scene planned. Well, if- you don't have to go to jail. You can, in fact, put one of your high like you can put one of the people who are associated with your gang in jail to get heat. So you can send one of the interns or Jared or Delilah to get heat. No. No? Okay. I mean, I, I, if you really want to do your jailbreakout game, we can no. do that in the second scene, and I can change my first scene. Because no. I have a first scene that I, I have a scene no, that I want to get don't, accomplished. Like, there, there's other ways to, to reduce heat that aren't going to jail. Cora just turns herself in like, it was me. Uh, 
It was me. <laughs> it was me, Austin. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we know. You, you have like giant fucking horns. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> There's a wanted poster of you. We understand it was you. Anyone else have things they want to do while we're waiting? Um, yeah, I'm going to put, we'll just move like, well. Yeah, once we I figure out how to load. cure heat, let me know the possibilities. Yeah. And cure I will heat. <laughs> Tessa had some things. Yeah. Well, there, there's a few things that Tessa want, that needs to do. Tessa needs to relieve some stress because she's at seven. Okay. Stress. Um, Tessa also wants to um, try and kind of like her very unschooled and and intuitive way, I guess, to try to figure out what the heart of the Raven Queen do. <laughs> okay. Um, and she also the, weren't we going to have a scene with I also? Yes. So I don't okay, know if so, I have enough time for all of that. But I mean, you have two it turns. Sounds like two so, turns yeah. and a scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, you can't do both on the same turn, but you can definitely get. I mean, we'll uh, relieve stress first and determine if you want to uh, maybe do that again. Okay. <laughs> Since, yeah, you have to roll for that. Okay. But um. But yeah, uh, basically, like, um, well, how do, okay, so what does, what does Tessa going out to relieve stress look like? Um, Tessa goes to, um, open mic nights and karaoke nights. Well, yeah, right, but, uh, you guys are, like, essentially in a, uh, kind of like in a, like a, not, so the town still theoretically, like, the city still moves, but, like, industry, things like that. That's not, like, a thing anymore. No one has, like, a club open. No one has a club open. Yeah. So... Well, she did relieve stress last time. It's true, true. I'm just trying to, like, shore up what this looks like. Well, maybe there's, like... I'm not saying you can't relieve stress. I just need to... I mean, anywhere anywhere that there are people... There are there's some kind of an underground type of place that serves booze. Yeah, there's gonna be a bar somewhere. That's true. So, like... So, like... Um... Maybe this bar has like a really dark kind of poetry open mic night. <laughs> um, and she goes and and reads like her her very moody, um, grim dark poetry while wearing a beret and um, a black turtleneck. <laughs> I feel like Trent should be out in the audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we said the same thing last time. Like, I distinctly remember Cor- or Tessa doing, like, moody poetry and thus being like, Trent should be there. Like, <laughs> Trent definitely there goes up after Tessa does. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, so, yeah. So, you, you go out and do that. You have a good time. Uh, but it's really bad poetry. Yeah. It doesn't have to be really good bad. poetry. It's so bad. Um, it's endearing in its badness, maybe. Danielle, how does relieving stress work? I know you roll a dice. Uh, so you roll a die. Um, you roll a number of dice equal to your lowest uh, uh, thing, your lowest oh, okay, okay. attribute. Um, and then whatever the highest number there is, you is- subtract from six, and that's how many... Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. And that's so it's like re- it's like reverse. Uh, it's like reverse uh, resisting, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what is your lowest I think attribute? That's how that works. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. My intelligence and my wisdom oh, are zero. Jesus. Are both zero bonuses? Yes. Okay. So yeah. So go ahead and roll two d six. 
three, and one. All right, so uh, uh, I think you just remove whatever the roll is. Like, I think you just remove, like, one for one stress. Yeah, that's what I'm not sure about. Cool. Here, I'm almost there. Yeah. So you remove one stress. I only remove one stress? Yeah, because you have zero, you take the lowest of the two. Yeah, that's true. If you so want to, I, yeah. Just I reduce one stress. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, d- I'm at a six instead of a seven. Engagement. Yeah. Teamwork. Okay. <laughs> you can great. at least push yourself once now. Okay, great. Yeah. Entanglements. Okay, we're getting there. Downtime. So, so it wasn't a great night. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. People didn't snap enough. Okay, that's fine. I think I know why it probably wasn't as, as stress relieving as you wanted it. Okay, okay. roll a, roll oh. dice equal to your lowest attribute rating. Clear stress equal to your highest die result. Oh, unless well, if you roll zero, then it's the lowest. Zero is like you take the lowest um, one too. If you clear more stress levels than you had marked, you overindulge. Okay, so then I, I'm actually at a four stress now because I, the highest one that I rolled was a. Three. Well, because you rolled zero, you take the. I didn't. You take, wait, what? You have a zero in the stat. Oh, okay. okay. And yeah. So you take the lowest yeah. of the two dice. That if you, you had a yeah. two in it's, the if you had a two in the stat, then you would be taking straight up the highest. But because you have a zero in the stat, you roll. T- it's like disadvantage. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, um, all right. And where's that? Oh, you're looking for the heat thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you guys. Um, so you like you and uh, I come back to the warehouse, um, and you guys are in your room, and like. Sort of the, the the inside of the warehouse looks way different than it used to be because it used to be just like this wide open space below the office. Um, and now it's been like sectioned into little cubicles with I guess like a runner that you can still park a car in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got un, under the, uh, there's still the office up here. And yeah. There's now a kitchen and large uh, dining table underneath it. Um, and then there's a set of four cubicles down the wall each with bunk beds in them. Okay, cool. And then yeah. most of it is still open, and there's the trucks and the vans parked there. Okay, cool. So, uh, like, Jared and Delilah are, like, each have, like, their own little cubicle or what have you, because mm-hmm. there's no one else staying in the warehouse but you guys and them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you guys kind of come back, um, and I've been particularly quiet. She's not, like, uh, fairly talkative in, like, public situations anyways. She's not, like... Uh, she is not an extrovert um, by any stretch, but the but she's been like particularly like quiet and closed off this evening, and uh, I don't would Tessa say something or um if it's been going on for a long time has it been going on for a long time um, is it abnormal It's not like abnormal. It just seems mostly like just tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Then, I mean, yeah, Tessa might say something. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you ask her what's wrong, uh, basically what she's going to be like is like, I mean, uh, it's just, I don't know, I, going out and doing things is nice or whatever, and it's just, I guess I've got like a... Like a bad case of cognitive dissonance with it, the whole thing. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, a week ago you were dead, and, like, you had died. Like, I've just watched you. I don't know. I'm just, it's getting harder and harder to watch you uh, die. die. 
yeah, because I've watched it out twice, which was not great. Uh, I didn't like it at all. Um, and, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it because I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sit here and tell you, like, you know, don't go out there and do things because, like, that ain't my place. And also, it's not like you would, like, uh, and the, and it's not like you should either. It you know you're doing you're doing what needs to be done, and I understand that. It's just really hard because <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got much else. Uh, I don't know. You're really important to me, and I don't know what I would necessarily do if uh, if and uh, so like as she's sort of like kind of like talking. Um, uh, it's weird because it sounds like when you, like, uh, it's like watching, like, a, like, a VHS tape get slowed to stop. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything kind of, like, slurs out and kind of comes to a stop in the middle. Like, she stops mid-sentence after slowing down really fast. Uh-huh. Everything kind of goes sepia. And then, like, from behind you, like, on the bed, uh, you hear somebody, like, she is legitimately worried about you. And it's, like, the, the Raven Queen's, like, sitting on your bed. And she's in, like, she's in basically, like, black joggers and, like, a hoodie and a tank top. And she's got, like, her hair up in, like, a messy bun, but also still has, like, a porcelain mask for a face. So. With all due respect, my queen, mm-hmm. I know she's legitimately worried about me. I'm also worried. About me? About, yeah. I mean, in a sense, the so sort of the I guess she broached the subject for me, so I figured this was a good time to jump in. I'm not used to doing this sort of thing, so uh, I apologize if this is like not how gods usually talk to the their like chosen a uh, warrior or what it's have. It's a little you. different. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I'm not good. Like I'm not really uh, great with like inter- per- interpersonal interaction. Um. The I've just been noticing, so also, this is kind of, she kind of, like, gestures to, like, the fact that time has more or less stopped around her and she's sitting on your bed. Uh, she's, like, gesturing, is like, this is, uh, not normal either. Uh, I shouldn't be able to be here. Okay, why? we set up, that's why we set up the veil in the first place, is to protect this plane of existence from a certain level of threat. Um, it's why we can't come back. It's why, you know, the, the Lords of the Nine Hells can't invade this plane of existence. It's why the Betrayer Gods can't come back. I mean, I know that something weird is going on. We all know that. We're fighting against it. But if you have any input as to what it is, and why sh- what, what we should do about it, that would sure be helpful. I mean, I couldn't even see when we watched you guys fight whatever that was. We couldn't. It was like watching you fight a hole. And not like... The, the only reason we could tell that this, something was there is because there was an absence of things. There was nothing when we peered into the scene. We could not see what it was. It kept saying it was watching us, and it had been watching. It wanted to record us, 
Okay. As in, as in the world, this That's, entire world. See, here's the other thing. A th- thing like that should not have been able to get into your plane of existence. We're already having problems. We, we don't, we have been trying to figure out the problem of why all, like why, why your plane and the Feywild are currently trying to merge together. Uh, and also why some sort of extra planar being is getting into your plane of existence when it definitely should not be able to. All right. That's not what I'm here to talk about. Okay. Tell me what you're here to talk about, please. Uh, the connection that we have, The, the power that I gave you is different from what everyone else did because I am in a different place. Uh, I don't like, I'm not trapped behind the veil i am it in a sense uh i had to be to to make what we did work um it was not a great time and maybe wasn't the best call but was the call that we had to make that's understandable the problem is i think by giving you direct access to my power uh i i think we may have i don't know Every time you've died uh, and you've met me on the veil and we've waited for you to go back um, because there there is a there's sort of a, like a timeline before your you know things sort of coalesce when you're when you're as far as your uh, transubstantiation is concerned uh, you know the connection between us I can feel it getting stronger I can feel you getting stronger. Uh, in in your powers and me being able to touch this plane more, which is why I'm here. Um, frankly, it's nicer in my house. Uh, the it's nice to get out. Like I don't get out much. Rude. So hmm? rude. I mean, wait. She said this is nicer than my house. Oh, I thought yeah. she said it's she's nicer putting herself in my house. Yeah, she put herself on blast. It's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was insulting. Apologize to the Raven Queen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> doing the best um, we can. <laughs> Um, and she's going to ask you to be careful. And I, I know that you will be because you don't want to die forever. I can, you know, that doesn't, uh, everyone dies forever. Everyone dies forever, but you (laughs) don't like, we need you to not be dead for at least a little while. What you've asked me to do is inherently dangerous. Yes. If I give it my all, that's the risk. Do you want me to hold back? I mean, I don't know. I'm not... I can ask you to do things I know you'll do them, and I don't like being in that position personally. Uh, and so I'm not going to. Uh, I feel weird about it. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not the Allfather. I'm not Ioun. I'm not Morden. I am not Ursus. I am not all of them. I don't ask anyone from any... I don't ask anything from anyone because they already do the thing that I'm in charge of. Uh, just by themselves. And I don't have to help them along. The only thing I've ever wanted is for somebody not to mess up that flow too much. Look, again, mm-hmm. I say this with all due respect. I would probably do a little bit better with some clear direction. If we had it to give you, I would give it to you. I don't know what is happening we don't know what is happening and this feels personally we feel like this is the end of the world again 
Because we have been, we have felt this level of trepidation, the, you know, just this gut feeling that the world is teetering on the brink of destruction again. And we thought after we gave up all of the things that we did to save it the first time that maybe it would just stay saved. And so we're frustrated and upset as this as you are. I'm sorry. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you, you get back to your conversation. I mean, what do you want me Boop. to do? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm just worried about you is all. And I just want you to be careful. I'm not saying don't go out there and fight or even put yourself in between people and getting hurt. Cause I know that's what you're going to do. And that's what I love about you. It's just, I don't like, I'm just worried, I guess. And I'm just, and I'm, I'm not even saying anything in particular. I'm just, I guess I'm just worried. Because it's just a lot lately. I understand that, and I hear what you're saying. Um, it's not been really easy for me either. Um, I, I imagine I imagine being dead ain't great. No, it's not <laughs> great, and I ain't saying like you're doing it on purpose or nothing, sweetie. Uh, could, yeah. could I? Sorry. Finish. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, look, do you remember? Do you remember when you came to the bar that time when you saw that I'd been arrested? Yeah. In the paper, and I told you then that this was who I am, um, and that this was a risk of being with me. Okay. I. I mean. Legitimately, at that time, I didn't quite understand the scope of things. Um, if even you're con- having second thoughts about I, being with I am certainly not. Uh, that is not what... I am... Things aren't what I thought they were going to be initially, but that doesn't mean that I'm out. <laughs> it just means that I'm, I'm more committed than this. Uh, I just, you know... I'm, I guess I'm just expressing that I am worried... Uh, I don't feel like it's necessarily a terrible worry, because uh, you know you've been you have legitimately been dying, uh, and so you know that's not great. But you know whatever. Uh, I mean, it's not a whatever. <laughs> if I think, you're, look, I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to not be with you, but also if you being with me. And the um, the commitments that I have to fulfill is too much. Then I understand. No, that I ain't. Won't, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I understand. That is certainly not what we're talking about here. Like that ain't what's that ain't, ain't what's going on. And like she come kind of comes over to you and like hugs you, and she's like, like I just wanted to tell you that I was worried. Uh, and why I was worried, and I ain't gonna stop worrying about you, uh, especially in these sorts of situations, because I don't think there's any way that I could, nor do I think, like, you know, worry keeps us elite, like, worry keeps us sharp, I think. (laughs) Um, like, I ain't gonna, I I feel like the time, like, at the moment I start thinking that maybe you are unkillable, uh, it's probably gonna be a bit, like, it's a bad issue. Um, but, but, like, that ain't what I'm talking about. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I end sentences the same way I do, which is like, stops dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I hear you and I'll try to be more careful. Okay. Done. And see. Yeah. Okay. How so, do we resolve heat? So, how hey. you resolve heat? <laughs> Say what your character does to reduce the heat level of the crew and make an action roll. Maybe you consort with your friend who's a blue coat and she arranges for a few inc- incriminating watch reports to disappear, or maybe you command the fear of the local citizens so they're afraid to snitch. Reduce heat according to the result. One to three is a one. Uh, four it, to five is a two. And in the dark, you're back, yeah, guys. So. Critical is five. Um, so basically, say what stat you're using to do this thing. And how. And how. And roll a number of d6s equal to your attribute in that stat. And then what, based on the result, you reduce a certain number of heat. Wait, these are stats? These are skills. It's, it's up to how Brian yeah. wants to do it. If you want to okay. be able to allow skills or just stats. Nah, let's just go with stats. It's easier. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Well, my Well, best you can tell me. You, no, don't ten. go with best. What would Cora do? Well, my best are... <laughs> Uh, look, I feel like... I mean, Cora would play to her strength. Cora yeah. would do what she's best at. That's so true. what is something that would play into constitution, wisdom, or charisma? Um, Probably wisdom or charisma. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't feel like constitution, you're just gonna, like, be real, like, be real hearty at the problem <laughs> for it to go away. I feel uh, like this is more a charisma problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I can't go, like, be friends. I, maybe I have a friend cop on the inside. I don't know. I can't go be friends with the cops and be like, hey, I'm so sorry about that killing people thing. <laughs> donuts. Give them the donuts. I could just give them a... Yeah, sure. I bake. I'll give them treats. I don't give a fuck anymore. Whatever. Cora bakes them a cake. Okay. <laughs> with arsenic? That's charisma. No. That's wisdom. <laughs> Baking is wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, giving them a gift is charisma. I feel like no cooking is wisdom. Baking is intelligence. No, come on. No, fine. (laughs) Cora burns all their buildings down. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like that's dexterity. I thought the uh, the action of giving them a thing would be charisma. If it's intelligence, don't actually make me do that at all. (laughs) Well, you don't have to bake it. You can go buy it. Okay, so you have you're using the sans contacts to reduce the heat that um, that is on us by you know having some reports go missing or a couple of the people who've been reporting it maybe get re reassigned to different departments or something like that or arrange for conflicting reports so that yeah. someone else you know they have to start looking in a different direction. Sure. Any of actually, those sound good. Actually, Pick one. That would be a really good one <laughs> yeah. for charisma. Of, sure. Of trying to convince them that, hey, you know, the initial report said this, but it actually could be, you know, these people over here in this, you know, Maserati were going crazy with and running into people and they were drunk. Okay. Okay. Sure. Go ahead and roll four dice. Oh, wait, that's your charisma. Wait, what's your charisma modifier? Uh, plus two. Okay, oh, so roll two roll dice. Roll two dice. I don't know. I for don't some reason, I just assumed you had an 18. Oh, wait. Like, like, no, resistance and modifier, those yeah. are different. So, yeah, it's just a modifier. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Roll two dice. 2d6. I just want to help. That's all I'm trying to do. Uh, and then I add... What's the highest? Oh, four. So yeah, you, you don't reduce, add them together. Just you reduce two heat. Okay. There we go. So you have successfully I negated... I got rid of what I did. <laughs> That's fine. We are down to four heat. Okay. Yay. Yay. There. Ooh. 
Okay, so... Alright. Um, Seer shows up to Seshmir's office. Okay. And oh, knocks on the door. Come in. <laughs> no Foley thanks, guys. I'll have to go put that in and post. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm averse to knocking on things because I'm so used to not like, making <laughs> any okay. noise around Arrow. Um, like I add anything in post. <laughs> <laughs> the um, office has changed. It has it? What, yes. what does it look like now? Um, there's a lot of stuff. Before, when you visited office, has been very neat and precise and everything in its place. Now there's a pottery wheel sitting in the middle of the floor. <laughs> there's piles of yarn in the corner. <laughs> Why is there a pottery wheel? <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> all right. Seer so so takes it all in and kind of nods, um, and he holds up a small book. Um, and you probably recognize it as one of Stanton's journals. Mm-hmm. Um, and Seer says, uh, I would like some backup. Okay. I want to go visit Stanton. Well, that'll be fun. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Fantasy Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to get my gravelly voice on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> gargles from salt water. <laughs> going to need another beer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Will you help me? Of course. Okay. So I would like to spend some coin to bribe the guards to be able to get some one-on, well, two-on-one time with Stanton. Okay. In prison. Yeah, Yeah, he's in prison. So So how much coin am I spending? (laughs) Visiting Stanton in prison is not hard. He's not, like, in solitary. He can just have visitors. The problem is you need to get there. So right. the bribe, I feel like, is to get you guys through checkpoints. Okay. Um, it's like two coins. Okay. One, fo- one there, one back. Okay. Yeah. And for the sake of uh, the scene, I'm going to precast Detect Thoughts before we go into the room with him. Excellent. Um, fun fact about prison in magic worlds. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, magic don't work there. Alright. Oh, anti-magic field. Yeah, because they have like... Why, you can't just put a, yeah, you can't just put a wizard in prison. That's why, that's why the Dementors were in Harry yeah. Potter prison. Exactly. Yeah. Azkaban. Except, yeah. With, except that's a fucked up prison system. Ex- yeah, Whatever, except with yeah. less psychological torture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so Seer goes to visit Stanton in prison. Okay. Um, Does Seer take a shiv? No. <laughs> They'll pat you down. One, Seer doesn't need a shiv to fuck his day up. <laughs> You might hand it to him and make it a quasi-fair fight. I don't know. No. So so, paint paint the scene for us here, DM. So so you guys get brought into, like, uh, I think it's just, like, you're in, like, he's, I mean, he's, like, a high-value target, but he doesn't, there's no reason for him to be in solitary or anything like that. So you're just, like, in the gin pop visiting room where, okay, so you guys are basically in, like, what looks like kind of, like, a big open cafeteria room. Uh, there's like a couple of vending machines over in the corner and, uh, there's just a bunch of people meeting with other, other people. And there's guard, there's two doors, basically one that goes into like where gin pop is and one where, you know, the visitors come in and then there's like a big two way glass, uh, mirror thing where presumably some guards are watching the situation to make sure that like a fight doesn't break out or some shit like that. Um, (laughs) The, it's like a legitimate prison, you know, it's a prison visitation room. And uh, so you guys are like, oh, we're here to visit Stanton. And they're like, 
He doesn't have any visitors on schedule. Literally, no one's come to visit. Like, no one has come to visit him in months. Oh, um, <laughs> sad face. Good. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, and so they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll get him ready. Uh, and so, like, Stanton comes in. Uh, he's in. Do they wheel him in, like, like, he's good at, like, he's good at biology. They don't have to fight, like, you know, you don't have to, like, tie him up to, oh, you know. Oh, come on. Please let him wheel him in. <laughs> Hello, Clemens. Get him ready. He's, he's not, th- he's frankly without stuff. He's not dangerous. Yeah, he's not, like, a wizard okay, or anything. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, uh. So Stanton comes in, um, and he's he's in like a, I guess probably like an orange. Yeah, he's probably in like an orange jumpsuit. Um, he's not cuffed up or anything like that. He's uh, still got like the big beard, but it's like less well kept. And there's like um, there's like kind of like stubble of hair growing around. Uh, where it kind of shows like why he shaves his head because he's like he's bald on top. He doesn't care because he's in prison anymore. Um, and he like sees you two across the thing, and like kind of looks back over his shoulder <laughs> at the guard who's brought him in. And the guard's like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he he goes and sits down at the table with you guys. Uh, he's like, I. Uh, Frankly, didn't expect for you all to show up, but it's nice to have company. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get close to the mic because I can't hear his voice very loud. <laughs> um, and Seer... Seer doesn't make small talk. Um, yeah. So, so Seer uh, holds up the journal... Which he, you know, he probably had checked by the the guards or whatever. He doesn't have anything else on him because he doesn't need anything else. Um, and he holds up the journal and he says, "I've been reading this, um, and and it's just like he he has to take a moment because he's he's." Anger. Lots mm-hmm. of anger. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's also, like, not only is he reading, like, about Stanton's process and, like, all of that fucked business, but also, like, all of the vitriol for, like, Wyatt in there. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, Ugh. And you you talk about s- this dream of darkness. And I want you to tell me what that is. Well, as I've told Wyatt multiple times, and I did, I told him a number of times, and he knows that the, what I'm talking about is the end of the goddamn world. We were, I, I was trying to at least make something that would have a chance to win. Uh, I guess he's mostly looking at Seer. Like, I'm sure Seshmir is, like, hardcore side-eyeing him like Richard is me in real life right now. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... (laughs) DM for your friends, guys. Just get used to, like, your friends being real mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
and he's like, the the object that I had gave me information. Uh, it didn't know what was coming, but I could see, like when I would sleep, I would see images of things that are hard to describe, of the world slowly being dissolved into nothing, of everybody and everything being erased. And I set about trying to create things in the best way that I possibly could to fight that. Uh, so that's what's coming. The end of the goddamn world. So, you know, have fun. Are there any details you can remember? Just a flash, an image, a word. Things that popped up all the time were, um, like a, a, a tear, like a hole, uh, that things would be, like, pulled into. Um. What were they being pulled by? I didn't seem to be anything in particular, like when water goes down a drain, that sort of situation. Not right. something was grabbing it, but things were falling into it. I guess is probably a better way to put that. Uh, who are you, by the way? <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I remember you, yeah. yeah. We are, like, I feel like we're all in the understanding that we're not talking about why, why I know you. I'm Seshmir. Hi. I'm with him. Okay. Uh... <laughs> But, and there is a man. He's not a man. Uh, he just looks like a man. But you can, every time we, I, I don't know who the hell he is, but I know that he has something to do with this. What does he look like? <sighs> he's um, tall. Uh, he's got kind of... Um, He's got, like, tan skin, but it feels like it looks like it's, like, pulled across his goddamn face. Um, like it's, like, like it's preserved there. Um, and eyes that are, so have you ever, um, have you ever, like, on a really, like, I guess, like, very starless night, like, looked up into, like, the void of space and been like, goddamn, that's scary. It's like eyes like that. Yeah. So, and he's causing this, maybe, or he's associated with it. I just knew that the, like there something was coming. I was gonna do what I could to like make sure it didn't happen. So, where is the object now? I have no idea. Where was it? It's in my house. Okay. Where's your house? No. <laughs> We knew. Didn't we know where he lived? Yeah, you, yes. like, Wyatt knows where he lives, yeah. yeah. Wyatt's been there, so. Cool. Um, <laughs> um. Uh, and he goes, and how is Wyatt? You don't get to talk about Wyatt. I, I can talk about wherever the hell I want. I'm already in jail, fuck it. Uh... <laughs> The, uh, like, he just hasn't visited in a while, and... Why would he visit you? I don't know. He was visiting me before. Or did he not talk about that? Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh, I mean, it's uh oh. Like, don't 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 feel bad. He's bad at communicating. It's one of the issues that he had when he was still with love. There, he's not a he's not good at talking. He's not good at expressing his feelings. So, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel too bad. He leaves everybody out of the loop. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Dad. Mm-hmm. She's got a really good poker face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. So, I mean, so when everything comes crashing down, uh, like it usually does with him, you know, don't feel too bad about it. It's not you, it's him. Seer so punches him in the face. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you're in a prison. Yeah, I know. Okay. No, I'm fully aware. <laughs> yeah, okay. Seshwar just sits there and smiles. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> no, he just yeah. sits there like this. So smiles. he gets hit. Guards immediately rush you and grab you and pull you back. <laughs> they grab him and pull him back. And he's just like, uh, he's just very calm. He's like, I look forward to our next visit. <laughs> and so go ahead and increase your heat by two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I could goad you into punching me. No, I was kind of planning on ending the conversation by punching him in the face anyway. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We're just waiting for the right moment. I mean, his opinion, he was trying to get you arrested, but didn't work out quite as well. So. Nobody likes Stanton. No one likes him, yeah. (laughs) Nobody likes Stanton. Honestly, I was going to try for, like, just paying the guards Mm -hmm. off with coins so they didn't do shit about it, but it's fine. That's fair. Um, (laughs) The... And so, wait, was that you starting a new clock? Um, or was that an old clock that we had already started? No, that wasn't. I kind of figured it would be just, it would count as a downtime activity anyway, because I had to spend coin to do it, but... Okay, fair enough. I, I don't think it falls neatly into any one of the things. Okay. Um, but... Zero and Seshmir. I mean, I guess it could be a long-term project. Yes. Yeah. Could be a long-term project. Okay. You guys got anything? Yeah, I wanted to do a scene with, like, what, was it Izzy or whoever that... Yeah, Elizabeth Izzy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. So, I guess... Yeah, so what are you, what are you trying to do in sensing? Um, so, basically just, like, pay her back for... Pay them back. Them. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No worries. Uh, pay them back for, um, the help that they provided at the beginning. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, you find them, like, I guess you guys are all... Like, more or less, like, living in the hoobadoob, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, what the hell was I going to say? I don't know. What were um, you going to say? Well, so, you, yeah, you guys are all living in, like, the the, the building that Seshmir converted. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, and, uh, uh. I keep losing my thread. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you find them there in like a, in their room, uh, what have you, um, and they're like reading like a book or something and smoking and like yeah, they do. Yeah, like they do. Yeah, um, or maybe I think more like let's see, let's do a more active thing. So you find Izzy like talking with some people and distributing what little goods they have. Um, things have been sort of. <clears throat> slow supply wise as of late but like you know it's not terrible yet or anything like that mm-hmm. uh 
hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Um, so I just, you've helped me a lot since, since I got into town and I, I feel like I owe you. So I wanted to, I wanted to make up for like you providing me a place. You kept me from eating that rat that one time. <laughs> <laughs> you remembered that rat that one time. <laughs> I call him Rattamore now. Mm-hmm. He's he's my he's my best friend. Aww, That's great. <laughs> uh, the but, but listen, Zero, you don't you don't have to pay me back for anything. That's just what this is what we do. Like it's not like you were in trouble. You needed help. Like. Help, like, helping people is just what we do. It's what people should do. It's fine. I, I mean, I guess, but I feel like I owe you. I mean, if you want to feel like you owe me, that's cool. But, like, you know, I... It's like, you've been pulling your weight. Like, it's not like you uh, just showed up and then, you know, got yours and then fucked off. Like, you're... Like, you're, you're pulling your weight. You don't have to feel bad about anything. Like, we... Everybody needs help sometimes. Like it's not it's not a bad thing to to need or anything like that. So you know you don't like you don't owe me a favor or anything like that. Or like you know I don't really need anything any more than anyone else needs anything right now. So okay, unless you had something in mind, I guess. Like um, not really. I just wanted to. I felt like I owed you, and I wanted to. Like yeah, and they kind of like put their hand on your shoulder. And they're like, you don't, you don't owe, you don't owe me anything. Uh, you just keep doing you. Like, you're doing, like, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. Like, that's all that we need. This is, like, you guys taking care of issues. All right. But if you do need anything, you know you can call on me. If I ever need anything, I know who to talk to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And did you need to do anything else? Um, so for downtime, mm-hmm. you have a couple of different options. Oh, I lost it. Shit. Um, oh, I went right to it. Excellent. You can acquire an asset. You can start a long-term project. Um, you can reduce heat. You can train. Or you can re- uh, reduce stress. I figured, like, I've already got that project going. I could... Oh, that's right, the, the, the Find Your Parents one. Oh, yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you can definitely do that. So, right, yeah, let's no. go ahead and... Right. What do I do again to, to do this? So, how, how are you working on this project? What are you yeah. doing to so last accomplish time, your goal? Last time you found a bunch of documents and stuff like from, uh, yeah, from, yeah, from Stanton's facility. So, like, that's sort of where you're sitting at. You've got these bunch of documents... Mm-hmm. I, how do you want to progress forward with that? Um, so, like, study over the documents and okay. uh, see if I find anything of yeah. use. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and, I guess, do, like, what's your wisdom modifier? Uh, two. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll 2d6. I only have one, so I'm going to roll it twice. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> and a four. Okay. Is that dice made out of metal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking it sounded like a like rock. Okay, four. That's pretty good. Um, so four is two segments. Right, right. 
Uh, so I'm a little over halfway there. Good. Okay. What, um, so what you find out is that, like, basically all the information in the files that you have points to, like, everyone references, like, there's lots of references to, like, patient files. Or, like, um, not really patient files, but case files on everything that was going on in that facility. It had its own file or whatever. Um, but for whatever reason, you can't find the case. Like, the case files are not in all the documents you have. And you know you have basically every document that was available mm-hmm. in that facility. Um, though, if you remember correctly, when you went to Stanton's office, mm-hmm. his desk had already been raided by somebody. Right, and there so, was a little hidden panel where something... Yeah, something, like had, something had gone there. Um, so... Uh, I mean, I guess, like, Elizabeth, like, if you talk to anybody, like, if you talk to anyone in the group about that, they'll tell you, like, oh, yeah, we got some files out of Stanton's desk. Yeah. Um, and actually, what, specifically, what they'll tell you uh, is that uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we got some case files. And then they're like, we gave those to Warren. That might be an issue. So you're gonna need. To oh no! <laughs> Listen, Oren doesn't have any bad feelings towards Zero. <laughs> no, but didn't he bug her off? I mean, he's, he he's working at the church. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, that's what he's doing right now. The uh, um, so yeah, the so you're gonna have to basically investigate to figure out where the the files themselves are. Mm-hmm. So you can basically. Yeah, well, we can get around to that. Yeah, that's probably be gonna the be like second yeah. Time, probably. So, Sashmir, you're up. Um, I need to engage my vice and engage vice. Stress. <laughs> engage vice. <laughs> Indulge okay. in my vice. There's All right, what are we? What what trinkets are you creating for everybody? Um, actually, I want to do that as a scene. Um, okay. With Seer. Okay. <laughs> um, where are you living right now, Seer? I'm living in the club, the the Sands Club, just like in one of the back rooms. Okay. Um, Actually, this will be with both Seer and Wyatt. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You want to do the dice first or the scene first? Whichever one. So get the dice out of the way. Yeah. So what's your lowest? Um, what are the stats that I'm looking at? Um, whatever your, your lowest thing is. What's your zero? Modifier? Zero. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so roll two d six and strength. Yeah. Strength. Makes sense. Or your dexterity. Yeah. No, it's your dexterity because you're making shit. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. So yeah. It's like yeah. how Not that it matters. How good it's is your still zero? Yeah, it's still zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your strength and your dexterity are still zero. Are both yeah, zero. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess this this really makes sense, frankly. Yeah. It really does. yeah. Okay, so how many dice do I roll? Roll as many. So two and take the lowest result. Okay. Two. Two. Relieve two stress. Okay. Puts you what? Three? Uh, Two. Two. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Uh, Okay, so what did you make? Um, So there's a knock at your whatever room y'all are living in. Okay. (laughs) Two answers the door. Wyatt can answer the door. Um, What's Wyatt wearing? Wyatt is wearing. Um, 
<laughs> White is wearing a pair of like uh, pale, kind of like a pastel green pair of like canvas joggers, um, and like a uh, let's see, and kind of a and just like a black tank top, and he's got like he's not his, his hair is not up or anything like that. He's like, uh, is he barefoot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, hey. Seshmir. Hi, Wyatt. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) This has been your daily Wyatt clothing update. It's like, uh... Can I... Can we help? Are you here for Seer, I guess? Actually, for both of you. Okay. (laughs) Can I come in? Yes. (laughs) He, like, steps out of the way and lets you in. So, uh... To their ad hoc room. Yes. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to drop by and say hey, and I know this is kind of not what you're used to, and I just thought that you could use something to make it a little more homey, a little more you. Um, so, and he reaches under his overcoat and pulls out this lump, um, and so I made this for you. <laughs> and he unfurls it, and it's like a stick and a stick and this big mass of brown yarn mm-hmm. that's been knotted together, and there's beads on it and some hoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, it's supposed to be. It's a hawk. Yeah, it's a. It's, oh, it's yep. macrame. Yep. <laughs> I think a, what Wyatt says is what I was about to say. It's like, oh, is it supposed to be an owl? It's a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I. Aww. The eyes are really big. Seer puts down the book that he's reading and kind of like rushes over real quick and <laughs> grabs the back of Wyatt's shirt. Thank you, Seshmir. <laughs> That's so thoughtful of you. Aww. Yeah, it's nice, I guess. <laughs> so I just hope it makes this, you know, unfortunate situation a little little nicer for you. Yeah, I mean we appreciate it. I mean, thank you for putting in so much effort for us. We, it's nice. Yeah. Think, the effort. I think Stu takes it and he's like, genuinely <laughs> touched. Like, the effort is it, nice. It, yeah, it, like it looks awful, but oh. <laughs> oh, muffin. That's supposed to be an owl, right? In yes, that picture. Yeah, okay, one, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just losing it, right? <laughs> nope. Extra layer of oh god. Listen, <laughs> it's when your kid comes in with macaroni art. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sister's a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just smile and nod. <laughs> That's it. Okay. He makes and, more pleasantries. And scene. And scene, I guess. Scene.